Good morning, good day. This is Darrell Gunter, your host of the podcast, Leadership with Darrell W. Gunter on WSOU 89.5 FM. As you might as well know, right now, our podcast is only a podcast. We're not broadcasting due to COVID-19, but we want to continue to bring you some thoughts on leadership and what's happening in our world. We are so happy to have back our regular guests, Mr. Jim Smith, who is founder and president of GAN Analytics, LLC. Jim, welcome back to the program. Thank you, Darrell. It's um, glad to be on your show. Thanks a lot for having me. Well, I tell you, it is a topsy-turvy time with COVID-19. And I know you've been quite busy uh, with your WD GAN uh, analytical tools, looking at uh, what's happening in the market. So where are we right now, Jim? Today is uh, Friday, uh, April 24th, 2020. And so what is the WD GAN analytics? What is it telling us right now about the stock market? Well, what we're looking at is a, a turning point for the S&P, the stock market in general. Um, we have a 45 trading day cycle came due yesterday. And in the last hour of trading, the last, you know, basically you had a rally yesterday that gave it all up into the close. That was a nice reversal. But typically with chartists, you look for a follow through day just to confirm that it's really a turn. And so far, we're rallying here today. It looks like, you know, well, actually closed now. But the point is, uh, we had a strong rally into the end of the week. So we're probably going to have to wait to Monday, Tuesday to see uh, for sure if this is really a turn or not. Um, and it's always possible the market could turn higher rather than lower. Um, I really thought that given the rally into this time frame the last few weeks, we've had a pretty decent rally off the lows. I thought, you know, there's a chance that this reaction rally would turn uh, for the worse. In other words, we'd get another move down. And uh, there's a big running argument out there, whether we have a V-shaped recovery or a W. Uh, chartists generally believe that you get a retest of the low or at least a higher low before you get a more legitimate rally. And I fall into that camp. I, I think we'll probably have another move down. Question is when? And, you know, Thursday was a possible day. Going out to May, you have the mid-season turn on May 6th. So somewhere in here, we'll probably see a high. Fall back, either retest the lows or make a new uh, higher low, and then, and then maybe move higher in a more legitimate fashion in the summer, kind of a summer rally. But uh, I'm, you know, telling clients to, you know, be forewarned that, you know, there's probably another pullback coming and we don't know how bad it will be. We just know that it's natural for a market that has rallied this much off the lows to come, to give something back. So that's where we're at right now. And so when, when, you, when you think about um, creating a, a new, a new low, um, a higher low, if you will. Uh, today we closed up 260 points on the Dow um, at 23.775.27. In your humble opinion, uh, this time next week, uh, do you think we'll be at a higher new low? Uh, maybe 24.1, 24.2? 
Well, I don't, I think we'll probably go the other way. I think we're going down probably next week, but um, you know, weekends are always dangerous because you know, it's like a vacuum. There's no trading on the weekend. If some news event comes out over the weekend, it can move the market either direction. But all I'm saying is that the market's a little overbought given, you know, the virus hasn't gone away. We're not going to have a vaccine for a year. It seems like they're discounting the idea of all this stimulus. You know, the government is offering money and everyone's happy with that. But I don't know if it's really going to make the economy whole. I still think fundamentally um, there's a real problem. And, you know, people have discounted too much good news before, uh, before it's due. And I think there's probably another leg down coming. And the, the real question is, are we going to make new lows? Or are we going to make a higher low? Or are we just going to retest the low? That's the more interesting question. Now, Jim, I, I might be incorrect, but I believe in January, we late January, we had a conversation about the stock market. And we were talking about uh, China shutting down. And I believe at the time I had said, man, if, if, if that happens, I could see um, – you know, the Dow going down to, to 19,000. Now, China shutting down is one thing. The world shutting down is an entirely different thing. How can, in your humble opinion, um, the, the market maintain this level, this current, current level 2300, if people are not able to conduct business in the most simple manner? I mean, right now, uh, of course we have to eat. And, and even gasoline, we're not driving. So um, I, the new low is could could be what fourteen thousand, fifteen thousand. You know. Yeah. In fact, that's um, it's interesting you bring up that level because from the high, which was close to thirty thousand, and, and to keep the math simple, let's just say half the high would be fifteen thousand. It's actually 14,000 and change, but the, you're not wrong in, in targeting that area because I think it may take time to get down to that level, but over the course of the next year, you might get down to uh, the 50% retracement, which would be about just below 15,000 on the Dow. I mean, when you think about it, um, you and I had had a conversation earlier in, in our pre-discussion interview, and you know, we discussed a concept that I had that it, it would be great if, if we could get some stakes in the ground in, re, in regard to getting the country back to work, you know, opening up. But how can, how can we do that if we don't know, you know, when the, you know, where is the end of the, the light of the tunnel? Um, you know, it's almost like, you know, we're, we're, we're holding on the side of a mountain, we lose our grip and we fall, but then we somehow miraculously, the government comes in, throws some money in and, and we, and we re, we re-grip, but we're, 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 we're falling and we're re-gripping. And so the stock market, of course, people want to know exactly, you know, what's the plan? You know, how are we going to work our way out of this? I mean, what? the governors were talking about uh, some of the states going bankrupt and, 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 and what happens then. And um, I'm sure that's going to have a material effect on everything. Does the WD GAN analysis tools take that into account? Well, all it really tells you is what the, the, the based on the charts, what we think the 
possible downside risk might be. And we're targeting a low for March of next year, which is 144 months from the March 2009 low. And therefore, you know, all you have to do is think about how much damage can you do in that amount of time? And the answer is quite a lot. So the optimistic view might be a 50% correction. Uh, and that assumes we probably get a summer rally, rally into the fall and then fall back again into next uh, March with the idea that you complete, even under the best circumstances, you know, you think about the 1929 crash, it was 33 months, you dropped 90% from high to low. And I don't think it's that bad, probably not, but the reality is, could you do 50% very easily? So the idea is you have a whole year, you have a major cycle due in March of 2021. Could we sell off into that? Yes, very easily. And I think we will. And it won't be a straight line move. It'll be like a roller coaster. You'll have these huge swings where it seems like everything's, you know, doing well. And, um, and then all of a sudden it'll get worse. And you can probably see why, because, you know, they've been warning that next fall um, COVID-19 will come back with a vengeance. Uh, you know, you'll have flu season and it, they, they expect that it will come back uh, just like a normal flu and maybe worse than the first time. So that might explain why stocks would turn down again in the fall. So when, when you're talking about next year, next March, um, can you give me a level that you feel that the Dow will, 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 will probably be in the range as well as the S&P? I would say a 50% correction is a bare minimum. In other words, if you want to be optimistic, even Pollyannish, you would say at least a 50% correction from the high. So from on the, the Dow, that would mm -hmm. be, yeah. So from the Dow, it got close to 30,000. You're talking a move to 15,000. Mm -hmm. And on the S&P, um, similar move down to 16.97, which would be half the high of 33.94. So th th that's the optimistic view over the course of the next year. The bearish view would be, you know, once you take out the 50% retracement, then all bets are off. Then, you know, something far worse is happening. So I'm not trying to be alarmist. I'm just telling you, honestly, I can't tell you for sure how bad it will be. I know that we have a, a, another year to go for this correction. And I'm saying, you know, could it be 50%, 60, 70, who knows, but at least 50. Okay. And you, and you think the same 50% for the S&P 500, which is now today closed at 2836.74. It was up 38.94. The percent change was 1.39. Where do you think the S&P will be in March, S&P 500? Well, in March, I think it'll be at least down to 1697, which is half the high. Uh, 3394 was the high, half the high would be 1697. Could it be worse than that? Yes, it could. But that part, I don't have a crystal ball. I don't know if it will be worse, but I think a normal correction over the course of a whole year, you could at least drop 50%. You know, if you can drop as far as we've dropped already um, in a few short weeks, and then we bounce back, you know, we do this zigzag pattern. Could we drop 
all the way to uh, 1697. Yeah, it's, it's very easy. So. Okay, so oil. Oil is in the 1790, 17.91. <laughs> Let's talk about oil. It, it went it, it went down to uh, negative zero, you know, where you, if you had oil, in order to get rid of it, you had to pay somebody to take the oil. Okay, so now it's rebounded to 17.91. What are the dynamics that you look at? Or do you look at the, the oil price in the WD-GAN analysis? Yeah, we do. In fact, um, what I would say is there's an important cycle coming up in June. And we don't disregard the fundamentals. Uh, the fundamentals are still important. So if you think about it, the May contract dipped as low as $37.61 minus $37.61. So almost down $40. And the question now is, will the June contract, as we get closer to expiration at the end of May, will that dip as well? It's possible. In other words, you could have a situation where oil will drop to new lows again. And by new lows, I mean below zero, minus maybe minus 40, 50, 60 dollars. It's possible because the supply problem hasn't gone away. If anything, it's getting worse. And they've, they've said, economists have said that demand dropped by at least 30 percent. And OPEC Plus said they were only going to really um, cut production by about 10%, you know, 10, 10 million barrels a day. So that's ridiculous. I mean, that, that's not dealing with the problem. So everyone knows you get close to expiration, you're going to have the deja vu all over again. Uh, as soon as you get to the expiration or a few days from expiration, the price of uh, the June contract will, will tumble just like the May contract did. And you will go to negative prices. So unless they can cap a lot of wells and not just a few, but a whole lot of wells and cut production at OPEC has to agree to some, something more substantial. And then maybe you won't go to negative prices, but there is a clear risk that we'll see negative prices by the end of May again. So I'm not a, not a, a good situation. I'm not an oil uh, engineer by any stretch of the imagination. But from what I understand, um, shutting down an uh, oil well is quite expensive. It is, and you can't open it right up again. You can't, it's not like turning off a light, you know. You can't turn it off and then turn it right back on. You, so the risk is that, you know, they, they cap these wells. They, they shut in the wells, and they probably, you know, because of the expense and the time, they may not want to open them up right away. So... You know, worst case scenario, they shut in too many wells and, and then you get the opposite effect. Oil goes, you know, $50, $100, you know, it could go up dramatically. So in other words, the price of oil may be the, very unpredictable over the next few months. It, it can go down to negative prices and it can also go up dramatically depending on how they react. Right. Right, right. And so we haven't talked about precious metals in a while. Um, in some of our earlier conversations, uh, you were pretty bullish on, I believe it was silver, if I was correct, or was it gold? I still believe in silver and gold. 
and platinum, the precious metals as a group are all going to go up. The only question is which is going to go up faster. And traditionally, if you're in a bull market for precious metals, silver will outperform. And I believe that's going to be true again. It hasn't done so yet. Uh, gold has been leading. So uh, until I think what happens is gold goes to new highs. You know, let's say gold gets above 2000 an ounce, then the media start to pay attention. And you'll see it on the nightly news. And people say, people who haven't been paying attention will say, Oh, what look at that. Nobody told me gold was going up. And suddenly there'll be a fever. And they'll realize, Oh, it's too late to get in gold. And then they'll go for silver. As traditionally, uh, silver is viewed as the poor man's gold. You know, it's a lot cheaper. So if they miss the boat on gold and gold goes up too quickly, then they'll jump to silver and then silver will start to outperform. But in reality, it's all the same trade. They'll all go up. The only question is because silver hasn't been leading, it has more room to go up to catch up. So. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I see. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here with Mr. Jim Smith, who's the founder and president of an analytics llc and so you think next week is going to be a little bit of a roller coaster and do you think that roller coaster will monday up or monday down and then tuesday opposite of whatever happens monday etc cetera, etc cetera. what are your thoughts there what is the wd gan and analytics showing you um, yeah, we're looking for uh, the stock market likely to sell off next week. Uh, if it doesn't, that means it would go higher into early May. Um, it's not impossible to see, uh, to see the stock market go up a few more weeks. Um, so these GAN cycles, basically, they're opportunities for a turn. They're not, you know, cast in stone. You know, it could be that we go up next week. But if you see two or three days down early next week, then chances are you're going down into early May. And I don't believe it'll be a straight line move. I think you go down into early May and then you go back into mid-May and then you go back down into uh, June before you start a real. I think the real summer rally in stocks is not until we get into June. And, and then it's more of a real rally that could last, you know, all through the summer into the fall. Um, so that, that's a high probability, but all the little wiggles before we get that, that summer rally, it can do any number of things. It can go up and down like a yo-yo. So it'll be hard to trade in the next few weeks. So, and so for the benefit of our audience, Jim, um, how does one get in touch with you and what type of services do you offer to the individual investor? Well, right now we're running a special, if, you, um, if, if your listeners are interested, uh, I do a three-month trial subscription of the service at a reduced rate to give people a chance to sort of get their feel of, you know, if this is something, something that would work for them. And, you know, it's a very reasonably priced service for those new clients to give them that opportunity. But it's, they have to go to the website. It's ganalysis.net. So if you HTTP www.ganalysis.net. Um, and if you go there and you register, 
you don't have to pay anything to get uh, access to some of my older reports. You can see those for free um, under the free report section. All you have to do is register and then you get access to some older reports. If you want new reports, oh, that's where you pay for that three month subscription and you'll get you know everything sent to you via your email and you won't even have to go to the website. You just, on a daily basis, you would get reports on uh, the S&P every day, and then a variety of markets, like if oil is going crazy, of course, I'm going to write about oil. Or Bitcoin, you know, Bitcoin is actually starting to move. So lately, I've been writing about Bitcoin. And, um, you know, I jump around, I'll do dollar yen. Uh, I did soybeans the other day. Uh, whatever seems interesting, I'm going to be looking at it. So... so I, let's say um, average investor named Darren. Um, the WD GAN analytics, it sounds kind of complicated. Can you break it down for us in layman's terms in, re, in, regard, in regard to what they would receive in the report and how they would interpret it? Well, normally what I do is I give them three or four reports. Um, there's like maybe 20 charts uh, in a PDF that comes as an attachment to the email, but you'll get three or four charts on the, in the text of the email. And I'll just have bullet points explaining the very simple layman's terms. You know, this is the level to watch. If you close above this level, you go to the next level. Or if you close below this level, this support level, you go to the next lower level. So it's, it, you don't have to be an expert in GAN to follow this. It's, you know, just like any sort of charting service, you go from support and resistance levels. And the only difference is I also give you timing and I, I tell you, okay, um, you know, we have a potential turn on such and such a day. If we rally into it, you know, maybe we'll turn down. And if we sell off into it, maybe we'll turn back up. So the cycles are kind of like neutral. It just depends on how you trade into it. And, and that's why, you know, I said that the S&P rallied into Thursday, uh, the 23rd, there was a chance we could turn down. Um, and if, if we will see next early next week, if, if we start taking out some GAN support levels, then we'll tell people, oh, okay, maybe it looks like it's going down for the next week or two. And, and that's how we, you know, it's very straightforward in terms of support and resistance. I see. I see. And, and so, again, how does one get in touch with you, Jim, to um, take advantage of your, your service? Well, you could send an email to me directly, Smith at ganalysis.net, or you could go on the Internet and visit my website, ganalysis.net. And if you register, then you can uh, put a little comment there and say, I'd like to see this market. I, I'm interested in this. I, you know, basically you tell me what you're interested in. We'll try to help you out. And, um, and then if you like the service, you subscribe for three months. If not, you just register, you get some free reports, uh, you know, some older reports. And then at least you get to know a little bit about GAN um, without you know, spending any money. 
All right. And do you do one-on-one um, -on -one direct uh, consultation if someone wanted to, to talk with you? Yeah, if somebody is interested in that, that's more of a corporate level service. But, you know, if somebody uh, has the interest, I'm open to that. Uh, I have a few clients that do that. Uh, but it just depends on what level of service you want. That's sort of an upper tier service. But, you know, it, it's available for people who want it. That is great. That is great. And so do you do you map out a uh, roadmap for them? Let's say if they wanted to invest X amount of dollars over X amount of time, are you able to map out a strategy for them? Yeah, they um, they get a, a roadmap in the reports. And uh, to be honest, a lot of people are really interested in the stock market. So the S&P report is is the key roadmap. And but it doesn't mean I don't, you know, dollar yen. I've been looking at that for a while. A lot of interesting things going on there. And I'll give them a long-term target where I think it's going to go by such and such a date. Uh, Bitcoin, same idea. Um, there will be long-term targets, both in time and price. And you have trigger levels. You say, if it closes above this level, then it's going to go this far. And, you know, that's that's the way it goes. So it's never like a yes no situation it's basically if then if it closes above this level then you can you know be more confident that it's going to achieve that upside target that is great news that is great news and how long have you been in business now jim well i started my own company um originally it was catapult research back in 2001 um, and then I recently uh, had a name change to GAN Analysis LLC uh, when I, you know, moved to Texas. And, uh, you know, it just seemed like, you know, GAN is what I do. I thought it would be easier for people to find me on the net if I, if I had the name GAN in my, uh, my corporate logo. So that's the reason I changed it to GAN Analysis. But uh, it's just really I'm doing uh, – you know, I did catapult research on my own since 2001. Before that, you know, I've been in the market since 1987. So um, I've had a lot of experience working on Wall Street um, over the years, um, UBS, Reuters, Princeton Economics, and then I started my own company. Excellent. Excellent. So, Jim, if you can, we're, we're about to, as, as you know, time flies when, when you and I are talking. Um, one more time, how can someone find you on the web? What is your website? Okay, it's uh, www.gan, G-A-N-N. That's his name, W.D. Gan. So it's just, that's in my name of my company. It's Gan, G-A-N-N, and then analysis. So that's one word, Gan analysis.net and you know if you type that in um you'll find the website and then you can register and ask me whatever questions you might have excellent excellent and if they want to reach you on your cell phone um are you comfortable for someone to give you a call yeah they could call me um you know uh 609-203-2757 uh, i'm happy to take a call if they have some questions. Excellent. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here with Mr. Jim Smith, who is the founder and president of, of GAN Analytics, LLC. And Again, he uses, analysis. 
Yeah. Dan Analysis. I always want to rename your company. And um, I want to thank you, Jim, for coming on the program. And um, we'll see how, you know, our discussion pans out to see if maybe if we're close or spot on or off the mark. So thank you for coming on the program, Jim. Hey, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Ladies and gentlemen, that wraps it up on this week on Leadership with Darrell W. Gunter, the podcast. Uh, soon, hopefully, we'll be back on the radio and in, in soon, once the COVID-19 crisis passes. We want to thank you for listening in. And remember, leadership begins with you. Leadership with Darrell W. Gunter on WSOU 89.5 FM.